Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. Another beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, Happy to be with you wherever you are. Thanks for being part of the extended family. Crew ready and assembled here as we begin the second week of January. Now we get to finally get through the end of the regular season national title game tomorrow. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, And week 18, it sounds weird rolling off the lips a little bit. Already Mm. two games in the books. Uh, Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks, my guy. Amazon is where you see the scouts view alongside Daniel Jeremiah and Joy Taylor. Fox Sports 1, hanging out with the herd, Fox Sports Digital, at uh, Bucky Brooks on Twitter. I mean, he's kind of everywhere. And then he's here every <laughs> Sunday with me. What's going on, buddy? How was the week? Uh, the week has been good. Uh, we've already got into our football weekend, which is outstanding. And so this is a lot of fun. I mean, these these are the moments that you really uh, live for. And you live for these moments, and you're excited about these moments, particularly when you work in football, because everything has more meaning is winner go home. And in these winner go home situations, you be, tend to see the best from everybody. Like this is the moment where your stars have to be stars. Uh, you need them to step up. You need them to play well. You need them to um, be able to put the team on their back if need be. But then you also need a handful of role players to come in and make plays. 
unheralded guys that can step up and do these things. And so as you begin to look at it this week, it's just kind of like the appetizer, the appetizer for what we will get a chance to see the following weeks when the playoffs begin. And obviously the myriad storylines of the end of the roads or potential ends Mm. of the proverbial roads for, for different coaching staffs. We've got one uh, that will give its four minutes because really it's a story off the field that, made the news uh, in Chicago uh, mm. that was even better than anything that might happen in the front office or coaching staff. But, you know, you, you start looking at those situations, the quarterback news, right? One of the big notes already, hey, Baker Mayfield will be there for 2022. It's like, well, he's under contract for only $18.9 million. Yeah, I mean, they had it. That money was guaranteed. They picked up his fifth-year option, and when they picked that up, that ensured that he was going to be around. Unless it was a situation like the Carolina Panthers when they took in – Sam Donald and Cindy, but it kind of guarantees Sam Donald being around. And so it's one of those situations where he's guaranteed to be around and maybe the starter heading into camp, but maybe they bring in some competition to kind of deal with that stuff. And so just kind of see, see well, what it looks like. But very interesting week for Baker Mayfield. For yeah, sure. won't play today. Obviously, uh, soldier, shoulder surgery and eminent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when we when we look at what what he was the final few weeks of the season. I know with Smith on the evening show here on Fox sports radio, like we talked about and made the argument for weeks of how much worse can a healthy case Keenum be mm-hmm. if Baker was as badly hurt. And obviously he needs sh- surgery now. Like if it was that bad off, it's like if you were still playing for 2021, why didn't you pull the trigger? Like you'd already seen, Multiple years, and this and this is like I guess the larger thing for me is like when when have you seen enough to know? All right, this is what the guy is. Right, yeah. you had the year last year. See, but last year was a good year, and see, last year you could kind of talk yourself into thinking like, hey, maybe he's a little better. This and that, we go to the playoffs. We don't want to mess up the chemistry. Maybe he takes another step. I firmly believe that at the end of the year, when we were kind of having the outrage over why are the brand the Browns giving the ball to Nick Chubb, like why are they deviating away from who they are. I believe part of this was the evaluation of Baker Mayfield and who he really is. So now we can assess not only who he is in terms of does he deserve to be the starter, but if he's going to be the starter, where does that value come in from a dollar standpoint? Because this would be the offseason that typically you would do the extension. So you're trying to figure out exactly how he fits into the mix as a franchise quarterback. I think they have more clarity now than what they had before on, okay, here's where he's at. And now the big thing will be, can Baker Mayfield realize where he's at? Because the disconnect... Looking in the mirror is hard. Yeah, the disconnect isn't Kevin Stefanski and how we need to play with him. It's Baker Mayfield behind back channels pushing. Oh, man, we need to do more drop back. We need to do this. Yeah, but you're not really great at that. You know, you're not really great when we go into these all-pass, all-the-time situations and you have to throw drop back without the threat of the run like that's not really in your bag for whatever reason maybe at Oklahoma it was but right now that's not your thing can the player clearly understand this and Mike I'll tell you we'll talk later about this the one thing that players say man if you ever put out on Twitter such and such is a system guy what is the what what a trigger word that is is the trigger but 90% of the players in the league have to be in the right system well sure to suit their talents, but no one wants to admit that. Well, no, that's just it. Like, there's there's guys that are playing off script, and then it becomes a all right. What exactly is the system, right? We've talked yeah. about Russell Wilson mm-hmm. a lot to that yeah. degree. You got 
Kyler Murray to that degree, right. Lamar Jackson. But like, even, like yeah, you go yeah. through, you've got a handful of guys in this bucket of there's a structure, but they work yeah. around said structure. Baker Mayfield seems to be a guy that very, very there's got to be a It's very system, systematic. Yeah. And look, Baker Mayfield can make a lot of money doing it. Baker Mayfield can be a starting quarterback for a long time, i.e. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I mean, Jerry Goff had to play in it. Most quarterbacks need a structure system that uh, – extenuates their strengths and minimizes their weaknesses. I mean, it's common sense. But with the system tag comes what some perceive to be a ceiling because we on the outside have said, hey, this is uh, this is one of those things like, nah, you know, we, we, we romanticize the quarterback and the quarterback does all this other stuff or whatever. But really, you got to put them in the right system so they can have a ton of success. Well, let me ask this just, you know, outside looking in. And Baker is – what mm-hmm. he is, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm never a guy that wants to give people a bag, like you know, until I'm sure he's my guy, right? So back when Captain Kirk was was running mm-hmm. around in Washington, Captain Kirk, and, and they didn't want him, like yeah. the same thing with the draft. If it's your guy, you 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 live and die by it, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I always defended, you know, when folks came for for Mitchell Trubisky and everything. It's like, okay, they they bet on him and they decided that was their guy. That's fine. Just know that there are ramifications for it. Mm-hmm. With Captain Kirk, they didn't want to give him the bag. They kept going to the franchise, trying to figure out exactly what they had. Fine. With Dak Prescott in Dallas, he wanted to figure out what they got. And we'll get to him in a second as we do the rewind. Mm-hmm. But everybody's like, oh, you know, you could have gotten a bargain. Now it's like, well, they didn't decide he was the guy or priority. Why is that a bad thing? Like, if you're not sure. Likewise with Baker, it's like you saw last year. Uh, everything worked. Some Continue. play action. The run game was Continue great because you didn't out. have Kareem Hunt the second half of the year, and Ernest Johnson acquitted himself nicely, nicely in spots. He's not Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Chubb. Look, we could talk about usage in that game against Pittsburgh. I, at some point, don't you have to do something to stop Baker Mayfield from just being a blocking dummy and getting hammered time yeah. and again? That's part of it. But those wide receivers, like yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones, had some big plays this year but he dropped as many as he caught. Absolutely. Jarvis Landry is a nice possession guy to pile up some some PPR numbers, right, for fantasy mm-hmm. purposes, right? He's going to mm-hmm. have a bunch of targets and receptions, but he's not a guy that's game game breaking. The tight ends are are guys like Austin Hooper's not the guy everybody thought he was going to be when he yeah. was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, to that end, for Baker Mayfield not to defend him, but what the hell did he really have downfield that was a, a true well, see, threat for him? Seeing that, so now, it kind of works together. It does work together. Then the issue would be, look, man, I, originally what you were supposed to have is <clears throat> Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, two receivers at the time. At one point, both of those guys were ranked as top 10 receivers. Now, the other part of the system is you have a hodgepodge of pieces, right? So I'm telling you that the Browns' offense is systematic and that Baker Mayfield needs to play within the system. The problem that you have is those two receivers that I mentioned, those receivers are not necessarily systematic receivers, meaning they don't paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. They have some freestyle in their game. And so in an offense— Odell? Come on now. Not even that, but more so Jarvis than Odell. But both of them have that in their game. And so if you have a quarterback— that has to play on the script, then everybody around him has to be on script players. And so what you had is a mix because it just doesn't jibe. Mm-hmm. And so they have to do what I would call a complete overhaul of their perimeter people to kind of figure out what this looks like. 
And so I wouldn't expect Jarvis Landry to be there. I mean, Odell is obviously already in L.A. And then they have to see it because they have to upgrade the weapons around him to give him a chance. But look, man, it's it's testy. And he, he has to win the first four games next year, meaning he has to look great the first four games next year to kind of keep those those people from chirping at him. Back people tough. off a bit. Yeah. It's going to be tough, though. That's it. Just likes to uh, chirp back is the problem. <laughs> uh, so so that, as, as much as I, I look, guys get, have a lot of incoming. If they want to fire back, that's fine. But then you have to go deliver on the field. Like that, It's a twofold process for you. Yes. In the media, mm-hmm. all we need to do is open mouth, say things. Yep. Back there, you you can ch- talk all you want, but then you have to go play. All right, we'll review one game really quick. We had Dallas uh, in the nightcap yesterday against the Eagles. Eagles took full advantage of the COVID protocols to basically bring up a second wave of players. Man, there's a nice little loophole for you in things. All right, these guys are out, <laughs> and now we're going to have a whole new offensive line. Jalen Hurts isn't going to play. Dallas, and a lot of arguments now about the 17th game as related to team records and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Uh, I was trying to get everybody to their milestones. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm like, you are now flirting with danger as soon as you start doing that. But at, at least as far as we could tell, they come out unscathed. But they put up 51 mm. on the Eagles. How how good are the Cowboys, or is there still some room for concern here? I mean, look, they're a mixed bag. This is a team that is good enough to win it all. However, they're also good enough to be one and done. <laughs> and so <laughs> you just don't know what you're going to get from the Cowboys. Uh, I will say this. It was important for them to look like uh, the way they looked on offense because they needed confidence, and they hadn't done that in a while. They needed Dak Prescott to have a great game, throwing the ball all over the yard, develop and rekindle the chemistry that he had with the perimeter playmakers, get that going. They needed to see Ezekiel Elliott run the ball and have some success as a runner to build up his confidence and so they could feel um, good going into the playoffs with that. Defensively, it started a little rough because the Eagles were able to run the ball and kind of do more stuff than that we thought that they would be able to do with a, basically the JV team plan. Even at the running back position, right? Yeah, well I mean, takes the yeah, lead and I mean, they roll from there. Yeah, I mean, they were they were kind of running, they were doing that stuff or whatever. Um, so that was that was troubling. Um, they got some turnovers and those things, but I think what we need to see from the Cowboys is they just have to have a focused effort all around in terms of being locked in on the details, penalties. I mean, it always comes down to this, the same things: just turnovers, penalties, big plays allowed. And then errors in the kicking game. There is in the kicking game. And the number one thing that I'd be worried about, man, Greg Zerlin's inability to consistently knock down PATs mm-hmm. is a problem. And it is a problem because you now don't know how do I play these games out. Now, it seemed like for him, like given his history, the extended PAT would have actually been a blessing. Yeah. Right? Like in ter- in terms of the league, right? You'd look at Prater, I ne- man, I never you'd look at Tucker, and you'd look at him that, all right, it's, you know, a, a, of a little long, longer distance, so it should actually be an advantage. I, I never would have thought <laughs> that whatever this kick is, a 33-yard kick, would be so difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a three-foot putt. Like... You've, hit, you've seen me miss my share of those, Bucky. Oh, no, so, come that on. I think she hit the cup, though. I think she hit the cup. Like, if we spend enough time, like on right. on the thing, like unless you're out there just with your driver welling away, <laughs> when you're only going to use the driver 
13 to 14 times in a round. I hey, mean, hey, hey, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, there a large bucket of balls that you're just out there committing. Hey, they were free. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the thing. But, yeah, like, that is a concern. That's it. This team could be the biggest threat to the Packers because they can, they have the potential to be able to run it and throw it. They got explosiveness, and then they get takeaways. And if you get takeaways in the postseason, man, it really helps your chance of being able to win. Great stuff to start. We'll get to the other uh, Saturday night game, and then we'll get into the Sunday games in earnest, obviously culminating with the huge AFC West battle in Nevada as we have the Chargers heading to the Raiders. And and let's face it, you have no idea which of those teams is going to show up, but we'll try to analyze that as we go. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome in. Just getting warmed up here on Fox Football Sunday. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Welcome back in. We are here at Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Week 18 of your National Football League. For many, fantasy is over, so maybe you got a little bit of daily playing going on. I'll do the sit starts. Maybe you're playing for the final week. We had a guy on my uh, street corner, Bucky, with a kid on his shoulder with a giant tag. The kid was holding one that said honk, and the dad said, be, his said, because I suck at fantasy football. And all his buddies were out there taking pictures of him. He was dressed up uh, a little differently than I'm guessing he normally would. A lot of sparkles and tassels and stuff. Uh, and his wife seemed to be just absolutely loving it. So plenty of those. If you got photos, obviously put them in the great fantasy scrapbook 
uh, in yearbook for all of us as it goes. Uh, solid. I finished second in that guillotine thing that we kept talking about every week. So uh, I'll, I'll spike that. Thank you, Jamar Chase. Now, if you hadn't had the 1.3 point performance a couple weeks ago, maybe I'd, I'd been able to chase the leader. But, <laughs> you know, it, it all comes in, in an ebb and flow. All right. The early game yesterday, Kansas City and Denver. A lot of reports that they like Vic Fangio. So maybe mm-hmm. he gets the the ability to stick around for another year. You've got Drew Locke and a lot of weapons, right? They've got to make a decision on Melvin Gordon. He's got to decide what he wants to do. But a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball are like, they're in pretty good shape. But Kansas City, on the other hand, which Mm -hmm. is the more important, potentially the number one seed, or they'll finish second depending on what Tennessee does later, and we'll get to them in a bit. They put up 28, defense comes up. With, with a score for them once again. Mm-hmm. And you've got Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey are banged up a little bit, right? Hill with his foot. And now you go into the playoffs. And for Patrick Mahomes and company, we, we know they, they take care of business uh, in these situations. But any trepidation on them at all? I mean, because we, we've seen them still have to grind most weeks. Because not every opponent has been Las Vegas to go out and throttle. No, I mean... I think I think for the Chiefs, the trepidation is that they revert back to their old ways in terms of like losing their discipline and patience. Um, they've learned that the blueprint out on them and how everyone is defending them is they can put a lid on top of the offense, meaning, hey, Pat Mahomes, deep ball is not in play today. However we want to do it, we can play some kind of umbrella coverage. We can put everyone deep. We can play zone. And we are going to test your patience and discipline over 60 minutes, um, going all the way back to when I played Willie Shaw, defense coordinator for the Raiders when I was there. He's the dad of David Shaw. He used to talk about quarterbacks, and he says, every time you're playing defense, if you can force the quarterback to throw a check down, it's a win. And so quarterbacks at that time, he was like, Dan Marino's guys make $20 million, so they want, they want to show off their arm. They want to push it down the <laughs> field. So what you want to do is make them fight themselves to avoid the temptation of that. So if you can be patient enough to say, oh, no, check down, check down, and not get caught up in giving that or seeing the layups go in there, at some point he's going to force one down the field. Now you got to catch it when he forces it. So that's the essence of why teams are playing so much zone against Kansas City because they're saying Pat Mahomes is not patient enough to keep taking these nickels and dimes. 44 pass attempts yesterday, zero picks, one one sack. I think that's the the that's number it. that you have to circle that's in that. It. The the interceptions obviously mm-hmm. huge, but when we're talking about the negative plays and penalties, yes. the discipline on long protracted drives. That's it, right? That's it. Opening make up him, for him, holds, opening make, up for false starts, etc. I want the Kansas City Chiefs to have to score in ten plays or more. They can drive the length of the field ten plays or more. Our eyes go up, and over those ten plays, they're gonna have a mistake that that cost them a penalty, a negative play, a drop pass, something that sets them behind. And when they get behind the sticks, we got them. Then he starts. All right, second and ten, we got them. Sure. And that's how teams are playing them. And so you saw a Denver team make this a very competitive game. If Melvin Gordon doesn't fumble, right. Like they have it. Because Drew Drew Locke, I I, I'm maybe more bullish than most. I, I think. I think he can play it's, in look, the right. I think. I think. I, one, I, I think everybody. Everybody. Everybody on. in this league needs an advocate. There's no different than us in our business, right? If someone up top believes that you can be a star, then they'll build it around you to be a star. 
You hear that? <laughs> Keep building. So so that's so that's the thing. And so Drew Locke certainly showed some. He showed some moxie. Look, man, I think the guy's athletic enough that you just don't throw him out. Like, I think there's something that you can work with. You can't convince the people in Denver that like that right. it, it's, it's gone. The fan base won't tolerate it. But you're out of there. But the Broncos showed another example of how you play the Kansas City Chiefs. They had the game within a score in the fourth quarter. And for the teams that are at the bottom part of the playoff bracket, that's all you want because the pressure then mounts on the favorite team. If they can't blow you out, these tight games that they're playing now, the pressure escalates on them. Because remember, the Kansas City Chiefs were like the Golden State Warriors. They're blowing everybody. They're not used to being in close games. You want to make them feel the pressure of being in a close game where every play matters on both sides. Defensively, they've been able – they're unsound defense. And I like Spags, but, man, they just they, – they're like me calling a flag football defense. Just blitz everybody. And that's what they do. And they've been able to do it because Pat Mahomes has been the ultimate eraser. Well, now when your offense doesn't have that big margin, right. those risking gambles, they don't pay off. And we saw that in Cincinnati the previous week. Got to play it a little more conservatively. All right, so that's the rewind for Saturday. Now let's jump full force into Sunday. Panthers and Buccaneers. Buccaneers, eight-point favorites at last count here as we get go forward on the the big grid uh, this week. When we we look at the the Bucks, really, it wasn't on the field that mattered. Um, going all the way back to Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. Did we call uh, that? Did we do that last week? Did we say that somebody was going to implode against the Jets? Did we say that AB would be naked by the end of? We didn't call it well, here. We talked about all the incentives. We <laughs> talked about all the hitting the milestones. Like, if we could have predicted that. And you know it's always going to end with some kind of chaos with Antonio Brown. I, I didn't think we'd quite get to that. But then, in the end, the full circle was mm-hmm. that it still came back down to incentives and stuff. And he, As always. And, and he showed it, right, for, for anything about the injury. Look, they knew he was injured. He was on the injury report. Yeah. He was a game-time decision. We talked about it last week. It's but always, that he was going to go. It's always the money. Like, Mike, typically when you see people act out and act out in a very public fashion, like a fashion that is different than their character has suggested, normally is due to the money. We saw that with Russell Wilson. We've seen that with Aaron Rodgers. A lot of times it's the money. So with AB, it was about the, it's, it's partially about the money. But I would say this, both sides are at fault. AB's AB. Bruce Arians is at fault because Bruce Arians said two years ago, oh, we're not going to sign that guy. That guy can't play for us. Isn't that? He relented. So the blow up that you saw on Bruce Arians on the sideline wasn't about right then. It was about him and his gut knowing that he went against his convictions. Well, and just in time, he kept erasing the line in the sand, right? right. The Vax card and everything else. And, and he brought a guy in that he didn't want on his team. And we have all either worked with or been around people that we don't like sure. right and you tolerate it for a minute but you finally get to that point where you like you know what I'm really gonna let you know how I feel and Bruce Arians let AB know exactly how he felt and so look Bruce Arians is wrong even in Tom Brady he can be like hey dude I get who you are but this is my team and I can't I can't keep going along with this dude who is not complicit with how we want to get down and so that's what you saw and then with A.B., look, he is what he is. And there are some guys that you cannot tell how to be a part of a team. He does not know how to separate team from his own individual agenda. And 
It is what it is. But I, I, I can't imagine anybody ever else picking them up. I can't. I can't. I don't care what anyone says about the talent and all that stuff. The reason he was able to play the last two years or the year and a half is because Tom Brady is the biggest single advocate and endorser. What's funny to me, though, is it immediately flips to the word of the week is altruism. Right, wherever immediately it became a well, they didn't really care about him. They only cared about Super Bowl. It's like, okay, there, there's two pieces to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like most folks, anything they do, even if it's out of the best best intention, there's still a percentage oh, of feeling some some good for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So for Tom Brady, he could have really wanted to help this guy his best, but yeah, he wants to win, and he knew he would help him win. Yeah. Likewise, you know, if you donate time or you have. You know, people you're trying to help in careers, whatever. There's a reason you're doing it. Yes. You're, you're also still trying to prop yourself up. So anybody that just dismisses that, oh, the, the, they, they didn't care about this guy at all. It's oh, about it, winning. Look, like, look, no, no, no. It all goes hands in hand. You, hey, look, like, it, you, you can slice that pie however you want. You're getting something on the back end, hey, man, too. It ain't, it ain't show friends. It's show business. Right? <laughs> so that's what this is. They're in the business of winning games. And so we can talk about caring about A.B. And you do care about him to a point. But the reason why he got more chances is because he was a contributor. And when he's not a contributor anymore, those chances go away. There's a risk and reward to that thing. And so that's what we saw play out. All right, Tampa minus eight. I mean, yeah, look, I'll take Tampa over the, over the Panthers because the Panthers are struggling down the stretch. Like Matt Rule has got assurances he'll be back next year. But I think the Bucks somehow find a way to win. They'll get it done. We'll talk more about the McCaffrey rumors and everything else as we get deeper into the postseason and the silly season begins in the NFL. We continue with the games of Week 18 momentarily. But first... It's our buddy Isaac Lowenkron. He's got what's trending. What's up, buddy? I'm relieved, fellas, and here's why. Moments ago when Bucky was referring to Antonio Brown, he said, uh, we've all worked with people that we don't like, and I was concerned that that would be the perfect segue. Speaking of people we work with that we no, don't like, here's no. Isaac. Oh. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. No, we got nothing but love for you. <laughs> Alley-oop to the rim, and you decided not to dunk it, so I appreciate well, that. Well, you know, I pulled it out for a three-pointer like they do in the NBA now. Oh, that's a great point. I've, I was thinking. I got a layup. Forget it. <laughs> I was thinking Ben Simmons in Game 7 for a second. Well, there. there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer reported this morning that Baker Mayfield is still set to be the Browns' number one quarterback in the 2022 season, but there are no current plans to talk about a contract extension. Ian Rappaport reporting this morning, the Seattle Seahawks have no plans to trade Russell Wilson following the season. Rappaport also reporting that Pittsburgh Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert is expected to step down following the 2022 NFL draft. Adam Schefter reports Rams running back Cam Akers expected to make his season debut today against the 49ers. On the field Saturday night, the Cowboys wedding at Philadelphia 51-26. Dak Prescott a career-high five touchdown passes breaking Tony Romo's franchise record for touchdown passes in a single season. Dak now has 37. Cowboys finished the regular season 12-5. and Earlier, the Chiefs won at Denver 28-24. They finished 12-5. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers extending defensive tackle Vita Vea for four years and $73 million. Finally in the NBA on Saturday night, the Miami Heat with a 123-100 to victory at Phoenix. Tyler Hero, 33 off the bench. Duncan Robinson, 27 off the bench. Mike and Bucky, back to you. Thanks, Ilo. At Isaac Lowenkron, he'll be doing pregame, postgame, taking calls, all that fun stuff related to the Chargers. Radio Network later on. Follow him on Twitter. At Go Isaac Chargers! Lohan, <laughs> I mean, we're already seeing the shots from Vegas outside the link and the the wheel. You know, the booze wheel is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. man. That mm-hmm. time booze wheel. 
Yeah. Whenever you're ready, we'll we'll go take a road trip mm, and uh, go baby. take a spin on that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. All right. So um, the Kevin Colbert story, we'll get to that in a bit because that the timing that is odd for me. All right. You're going to stay through the draft and then we're going to say goodbye. No, I mean, so like what, what normally happens and look, I would expect the Pittsburgh deal. It'd be an internal candidate. Um, they're probably that's generally it. how they operate. Uh, so sure. I would think one or two guys will get it. One would be um, Omar. I don't know Omar's last name. He's been up for a few gigs. Omar or Brandon Hunt. Uh, both guys have been with the organization for a long time. Uh, it'd be an easy transition. So I think with the Steelers, the Steelers on that side typically elevate from within. Omar so, Khan. Omar yes. Khan. Yeah. So Omar Khan um, or Brandon Hunt. I think one of those guys will. Um, end up being named the general manager, and then you'll see the other find enhanced responsibilities when it comes to it. But this won't change anything. One of the reasons why the Steelers have been so successful, they just keep turning the wheel. The wheel just keeps <laughs> keeps spinning. Nothing goes. There's a model franchise when it comes to stability, and so those things are, continue to exist. I think you name this so everyone just kind of knows what it is. And then maybe during this process, you begin the transition of whoever you name as the new general manager, you begin to give him more as he guides him through free agency, the draft, and those things. So the first time that he does it is not next year. He begins to have a part of a big part of the Some process this year. This year and, yeah. and still having Colbert in the room to bounce things off. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin gets a bigger thing. Mike Tomlin now becomes Bill Belichick. He already has I mean, look, he has a ton of control already, but now he, he becomes the czar. He Nothing has better than watching him work a uh, training camp field, going from field to field. I want the, I want the, the documentary yeah. on that, man. I mean, Mike, Mike Tomlin from my history uh, when I used to do training camp tours, Pittsburgh was always the one you waited for because you watched him walk out and some of the phrases I've tried to use on I mean, friends and they like, start he to has, cry. He has, great, he has a great um, feel and grasp of vocabulary. Yeah. Outstanding orator. Um, you respect us, someone who goes to William and Mary. Um, but he's been look, he's been a very solid now he's very polarized in the Pittsburgh fan base now. They either love him or hate him. But when you look at him, he's he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. You look at the numbers and the stuff that he's put up to date, I mean it Hallis, Don Shula, those guys, like he's he's in like line with those. Like fifteen straight without a losing season. I mean, yeah, which is just and, and even like even with that, like it's even beyond that. Like just the, the amount of winning and look, I, I, the fact that they've been able to squeeze out as many wins as they have this year with Ben Roethlisberger, who can probably throw about as far as I can left-handed. <laughs> um, it's amazing. I gotta say that uh, flow chart or the. Uh, Past chart from last week might have been one of the greatest things you'd ever seen. That should go to the Hall of Fame. The one right there. all at the line of scrimmage? Yeah, all at yeah. the line of scrimmage or like, what, five to seven yards, I think, was about can't, as far as it You can't do it, man. Like, yeah, you just it's, can't it's do amazing. It. it is amazing. I felt like like it's funny because watching him that Monday night, I think he had, what, almost 50 attempts. It almost reminded me of, like, Kobe's last game, right? You just, just like, hey, man, just, just, hey, just go ahead. Just just empty the bucket, man. <laughs> just it just had, get it all out. It ended just... up being 2.7 <laughs> yards per attempt, Bucky. But we'll get back into that because he's got a big game. Because mathematically, Bucky, they're still alive. Oh, they're still alive. God. Yes, mathematically, just a swaffer thin. All right, let's get one more game in. My name, my 49ers and Rams. Don't want to give this. There it is. Oh, man. 
Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a good Elton John update of that that he did with Ryan Seacrest mm. at one point. But uh, Rams, three and a half for four-point favorites, depending on, on where you're looking. Uh, and when we look at the 49ers, the expectation is that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play Trey Lance last week. Uh, not as much running, I think, as you and I anticipated, but a couple of touchdown passes. Uh, you've got Debo Samuel. You've got the explosiveness on the other side. The interceptions piling up again for Matt Stafford, but mm-hmm. they've been able to navigate through them. But it leaves me wringing my hands a little bit in a matchup like this when we've seen Shanahan has owned Sean McVay of late. Owned him. Who's your daddy? Five wins in a row. Uh, the last time we saw this matchup, just the physicality and toughness from the Niners overwhelmed the Rams. Uh the Rams are interesting because the Rams are that team like the Cowboys. They can win it all or they can be one and done. They can be home quickly. What I can't understand in this game, the Jimmy Garoppolo deal. What is it about Jimmy Garoppolo that just compels Kyle Shanahan to potentially start him even if he's dealing with that thumb injury? Because we have seen that Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans, Jimmy Garoppolo was off the mark. Yeah. And so either it's an indictment on Trey Lance or it's just the confidence that they have in Jimmy Garoppolo. But if it's the confidence they have in Jimmy Garoppolo, then why is Trey Lance in the building? So I don't know why this is playing out like that with all the stakes. Everything's on this one. Well, it goes back to, I think, before the season, right? We, we talked about it as it came in. Trey Lance, Green, bring him along. And then it didn't accelerate as fast as maybe you wanted. And you look at Garoppolo, who, while he's not sexy – from the football perspective, no, he, I know plenty of folks no, love no, that he, he wins, wins right? Yeah, he and, wins. and so maybe they're looking at Tennessee as the outlier and knowing they've had success in these matchups, mm-hmm. thrusts him back in because he's been in big games. He he's come been. up with big mm-hmm. throws and, and been efficient in big spots. Obviously, we'll always talk about the overthrow a couple years ago. But I, th- I think when you're, you're Shanahan, you're looking at it going, all right, I can go to Lance and put him against that defensive front where maybe he's not ready for that versus Garoppolo that yeah. I can have him stand, even though he doesn't have necessarily the same mobility and escapability that he's going to make the right decision and get rid of the ball. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. It comes down to just the trust in the veteran and those things. It just creates more questions than provides answers. And I just think it would be an interesting offseason for the San Francisco 49ers, regardless of whether they get or not, because I think they – they have some explaining to do in terms of the development of Trey Lance, why he didn't get more or less, or how you really feel, and all this other stuff. Yeah, because on our little board there, I thought Jimmy G would stay the guy for the idea that if everybody was healthy mm-hmm. and the big if, that they were a team that could make another run back in. Yeah. Now, they had, they've had most of their components throughout the year, and they're still clinging to playoff their playoff life, so the opportunity's still there, but that's what I thought when they drafted Lance that it would be a slow burn. I'm going to take them to win this game outright and throw a wrench into everything. How's that spicy? Cam Akers does return. I like that. I like that move for the Rams. That's kind of intriguing Because now Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle gives them that. I'm going to go with the Niners because I would like to see the Niners in the postseason. I don't really have a reason. Um, If you had to ask me and I didn't have that rooting interest, I would say the Rams. I can't imagine the Rams losing six straight to this team. I think they really take it up a notch. One of the games of the day we'll watch. We've got plenty more to get through. Don't worry, there are some real dogs on this 
schedule, so we'll make up time in short order. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. And coming up next, yeah, one of those with fleas. It's actually a clown show. We'll get into it next here on Fox. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks going through the games of Week 18. Power, intrigue, clown shows. Yeah, that's the next one on the slate. More press for a bad football game than perhaps you'll ever get. Colts at Jaguars. All right, Colts 16-point favorites. Jags, though, in Jacksonville have won five straight in this matchup. Uh, Does that matter? No. Uh, 44, can they score any points? Maybe, maybe not. The clown show is really the Mm. only story that's compelling about all this. (laughs) Fans, like, I want to do a ranking of favorite clowns. Uh, You got a sponsor that had a lawsuit saying, I don't want to be associated with this. Mm. I mean, it's really come to the door of uh, Shad Khan in a big way. (laughs) It's bad, man. It's bad. I mean, a lot of stuff, like clowns and everything. I get the clown emojis on my timeline. I'm like, hey, hey, go easy on me. But... It's one of those things, and we'll see what it plays out. But you're right about the game. For whatever reason, man, the Jaguars have been the Colts' kryptonite. They've been able to beat them, particularly down in Jacksonville. Uh, I think six in a row they haven't won since 2015. And so 
it's a situation where the Colts have to start fast, right? When you're playing in these games at the end of the year and you, you have playoff implications but the other team doesn't, the best thing that you can do is jump on the other team right away. The longer that it stays tight, the harder it gets to knock those teams out. And so if you're the Colts, if you're framed right, you basically simplify your offense, scale it down. We're going to run our best up. We're going to run it right at them. No trickums. We're going right at them. They do that. They'll take care of business. A little bit of pushback now back down to a 14-and-a-half point line. So we're still outside two touchdowns. I'll take the Jaguars and the points uh, under duress. Jaguars straight up or just the points? No, just the points. Are you kidding I mean, me? But, but, I mean, I'd love chaos. But each, you know me. I love to swing I mean, for the each, fences, but come on each, now. Each week we've seen these games play out. We've seen a, do you, a do double you think digit. Could? Trevor Lawrence has two passing touchdowns <laughs> since week seven. I mean, I, I don't Ogun think Lawabe so. had to take the two-yard screen pass and navigate eight guys to get to the end zone. <laughs> I don't think so. Week. But I'm just saying, who would have thought that the Jets-Bucks game would have come down to the end? Who saw that the Texans and Chargers would go the other way? Texans every put week, up forty-one every week. We'll get to the Davis Mills analysis because I'm standing for that guy in a big way right now. <laughs> every week, there is some kind of upset that changes the thing. I'm just saying, maybe, just maybe, like this. I'm looking at the sheet. So like where this uh, is, Carson Wentz could uh, turn I mean, into a pumpkin on you, I mean, and they get away from just tucking the ball into Jonathan Taylor's I mean, gut. Like, I'm looking at the double-digit dogs. I mean, this, no, we got this a couple more one. to get through. Yeah, this. All right, no, I'm gonna say with the Colts. Let's go Colts. I, I, I hope you're right though. I, I would be great theater for all of us. All right, next. Seahawks and Cardinals. Cardinals, six and a half point favorites in this one. Cardinals could clinch the NFC West with a win and the loss by the Rams to the 49ers that we mentioned before. Seattle, the biggest question, like they say, hey, they have no intention of trading Russ. Of course they don't. No, Russ is there. So Russ it's a question anywhere. of who's the last man standing and and how different does th- do things look next year. But on the other side, you got Arizona trying to find their way. They they beat the Cowboys in a big spot. We talked about it last week. It's one of the games I got right. They were few, but I got that one right. Uh, how do they build on last week's success? Uh, they build on it, but I continue to try and do the same thing. Uh, I think this situation where I don't believe you see Russell or Pete Carroll leave the organization. I think both of those guys Ooh. are back. I think they try and build this back. First by paying Russell Wilson, then by upgrading the defense with pass rushers and corners. I would expect that. I think on the other side, I'm looking at the Cardinals continue to try and build momentum. It's about getting Kyler Murray into a rhythm and a flow. Uh, if he gets into a rhythm and a flow, this team can score points, and I think they will. The health of James Conner, obviously a big deal as they get into the playoffs as well. One of the great stories of the year. I'll take the Cardinals to win this game by a touchdown plus. Ooh, I like it. Spicy. We continue with the games of Week 18 in your National Football League next here on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. It's hour two of the program here. Fox Football Sunday. Mike Carmen, Bucky Brooks with you. Find me over at Swollen Dome on Twitter. Bucky at Bucky Brooks. See him Amazon on the Scouts view coming up here for the playoffs. FS1 visiting the virtual couch of Colin Cowherd. Fox Sports Digital uh, writing, analyzing, and getting you set for the week's action and trying to make sense of everything that has happened, just like he does here with me each and every Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, that was a lot in Ilo's update of the latest Antonio Brown. Yes. To just summarize it, a Twitter thread about the Bucks giving Brown a an unrealistic, impossible set of circumstances by which to go see the doctor they wanted him to, and then saying, well, he didn't show up for it, and that's why we fired him, and then ultimately <laughs> deleting said Twitter thread. That's kind of where we're at in this, is yes. just keep throwing stuff up against the wall. And while you may not think that the Buccaneers were in the right on some of it, and Bruce Arians and 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 the the Buccaneers were not, you know, a hundred percent. I mean, we we know what Antonio Brown and his camp are. All right, Ilo, what do you got for me? Yeah, buddy? it was it was so strange, but it fits the Antonio Brown saga just so perfectly. So he's posting this Twitter thread, and I'm literally trying to copy and paste it. And all I was able to paste was 
for refusing to play through an injury. The Bucks formally claim to have fired AB for refusing to show up to a doctor's appointment. That's misleading. And then when I went back, he had taken down the thread. So it was like an eight-tweet thread. So my guess is it was one of these scheduled tweets, and maybe he posted it at the wrong time, and maybe he's going to try and post it a little bit later because everything is Get strategic closer these to, days. Get closer to kickoff, thinking it's going to yeah. die on the vine. All the pregame shows are on, you moron. Exactly. Let it live. So, so he, and he, and here's the thing, because because you guys would know about this, because because they, you know, Arian said he was out on Sunday, but they didn't technically officially release him. I think until Thursday officially. Does that sound about right? Mm, I think it was a little yeah. earlier in the week. Okay, but, uh, yeah. but either way, he right. he passed through waivers as we expected. Yes. But yeah, it certainly wasn't immediate. I'll be refreshing his Twitter feed. I'll get back to you guys with updates. I appreciate you. And if, <laughs> if, if you haven't been blocked by AB84, let me know what you find out there as well. You bet. Yeah. We got our team in full effect. We got Brandon. We got Chris Perfett. Uh, some Lions news. We'll get to that a little later on in the hour. Uh, but, Bucky, what, what do you make of the latest uh, spin on that carousel? Just, an, I mean, enough is enough. Like, he will not be able to explain his way out of it via Twitter and those things. If he wants to extend his career, he's going to have to be able to sit down in face-to-face meetings and explain exactly what took place. Um, but I think the funny thing is, like, I mean, he has a lot to explain. Like, the Vax card, all the other stuff that's around the program. Like, it's just a lot of noise when A.B. is around the team. Well, the Vax and, card thing, I, I don't think ever really got the explanation to make sense other than he went away, got suspended. It happened to coincide with ankle rehab. Yeah, and, he, he and then he comes back. He, he came back and no one ever had to explain it. And so I don't know how you bring that stuff into your program, right? I just don't know how you bring him into the fold. He can talk about wanting to continue to play and do all that stuff. I think it just becomes very, very difficult. You see I don't Todd think anybody, Haley invited him to come play? Like he can play in the USFL. He can play in the CFL. Um, XFL next, next year for The Rock? Yeah, they throw some money out there at him. You'll see. That seems to be the bottom line, right? Who's got a paycheck? Can he go fight one of the Paul brothers? <laughs> see, you like, like that. Lev, Lev Bell was talking about it. So. Maybe. Like, so why not him? Yeah, Lev Bell. Those guys, man, they need to stay out the ring. I don't know I don't know when that became the hobby of choice. Like, you just go from playing a very violent game to like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get I'm gonna get my head beat in by Jake Paul out there. Jake Paul looks significantly bigger than a lot of those guys, too. He got jacked up, didn't he? He jacked up. He hit him. We can talk about that a whole other time. to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to get... He put Tyrone Wheatley to sleep. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Like, like and anybody that keeps, you know, deriding that, it's like, everybody's paying attention and it's making money. Oh, Isn't that is. the end, end game of all of this? I mean, this is making a ton of money. But I mean, everybody that tried to deride this celebrity boxing and make fun of it, not to go off on too big a tangent... But like they make fun of it, and this guy's oh, yeah. putting guys to sleep. But the bigger thing is the eyeballs, the, the pay per views, I, I just the saw online Floyd, media of it all. Floyd Mayweather is going to fight in maybe Dubai right. on a helicopter pad. Yeah. Holy money smokes. talks, man. Holy smokes, man. And you might and people could deride the fight game as a whole, whatever. And then you've got folks saying you you need to go to the the roots level and it's healthy and i I believe that firmly we've got people on the network Mm -hmm. that are big into that scene right friends of ours uh between jonas Mm -hmm. knox uh, Mm -hmm. on the morning show two cup uh two joe uh, two Two pros pros. and a cup of joe i want to make sure i i spit that out properly our guy will blackman we got guys that follow the fight game uh, a bunch and it's like no it's it's healthy and then you've got this and the two can coexist right i mean the Mm -hmm. headlines and the dollars 
And it says, you may not like it. It may not be your cup of tea. You know what? Just like every other sporting event that you don't follow, go do something else. Yeah. Go pick a show to watch on Netflix or HBO Max or whatever and come back when it's the next season that you care about. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. Don't deride it, man. Everybody's making, like, really, as long as it's making money, it'll keep being pushed. As soon as it doesn't and the dollars dry up, it'll go away or he'll go away. Or if someone's able to make him go to sleep, yeah, then maybe it quiets down. But I like what he did to Dana White this week. That was a good power move. Oh yeah, of he saying, "Hey, you do all this stuff for your fighters. Increase the minimum on the purses. Do this in terms of their health care. Do all these other things. I'll put my gloves away now." I thought it was fantastic. And what did Dana White, in typical Dana White fashion, do? He started flapping his gums. So we get another blow up there. But our business here is to blow up. Week 18 of your National Football League and, well, a game that has playoff ramifications and they're at least playing hard. Jets and Bills. Jets getting 16 and a half. I I had to say it that way because, well, you know, sounded uh, more impressive. 40 and a half your total. So a very low low, uh, ceiling for that number. Bills looking to... Advance here and win the AFC East. Obviously, uh, it's them and New England. We've got seeding still fighting all the way through uh, for the AFC East squads, but they clinched the division with the win or Patriots loss. They ran the ball. Devin Singletary was finally mm-hmm. part of the game plan. And we, we saw them respond after that really odd loss to New England. Offense has been humming the last couple of games. And now you, you look at the opportunity here. Uh, Three-game stretch, 31-33, 29 points scored. Jets are playing harder, playing better. Wilson has been more efficient. You got Berrios. You got Carter. You got a couple of young pieces there that mm. are Elijah Moore. You got three guys that are pretty interesting to work with Zach Wilson. And you got two number one picks next year, two first-rounders. Probably both top ten. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a push for the Jets as much as, well, we'll they'll screw it up. But in the interim, um, there's another one of your double-digit uh, spread games. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go with the Bills on this one. Um, yeah, to not cover, even going to entertain wipe. the other one. Well, only because, like, the Jets played so well last week and saw it unravel at the end. I don't know if they can replicate that effort. The thing that you have to do with the Buffalo Bills is continue to build upon what you've started showing the last few weeks of the season. Running game, unleashing Josh Allen, and doing some of those things. The thing you want to do, you want to do it in a short, sweet appearance, meaning... I don't want Josh Allen playing deep into the second half of this game because he is too important. You know that you're not going to get the first round by. You got to get him ready to play next week. So you want to see some good things, but then you need to get all of those important players out so they can be ready to go next week. So Berrios goes to IR. He is out. Buffalo, the one thing, they got to stop being cute. Okay. I mean, that's the biggest some of the, issue. Some of the play calling and little wrinkles that they try to throw in, it's like like last week's game wasn't wasn't done. Mm-hmm. Right, you're fighting. The weather conditions are getting bad. The field's getting bad, and you're going to try to throw, do one of these half-ass passes from Diggs to and putting Josh Allen out there. Your season. I mean, I love Mitchell Trubisky. I stand for him every chance I get. Mm-hmm. But there's still the decided drop off between what Josh Allen is and what Mitchell Trubisky at his best possible day is, and putting him out in a pass route where the footing's not yeah. secure in a game that is still in the balance 
Well, like, it just makes no sense to me. Fortunately, nothing came of it. The ball never got thrown. But just calling that play, I'm in the back calling out red zone for guys, and I'm screaming, going, what are, what, what are we yeah. doing here? I, look, I don't, I don't know. Um, sometimes, man, guys get cute. They can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves when it comes to it. I mean, you want to do jump passes with your running back when you've already been officially eliminated from the playoffs. Looking at you, uh, David Montgomery, not getting the ball to Cole Komet last week uh, in what was a nice wide-open situation for the Bears. But everybody's laughing and yucking it up. And if the the Bears and Vikings want to throw everything they've ever thought of in a playbook today, that's great. Because in theory, both guys are getting fired. In a game where it still matters, where you're still fighting for playoff seeding and the health of your quarterback is paramount to your success, just doesn't make sense no to me. it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense and there's my two minute rant all right next <laughs> titans and texans here we go another double digit favorite in this one bucky as we look at the titans trying to secure the number one seed in the afc open uh at houston plus 11 still sitting at 10 and a half as we sit here now uh, the over-under on this one is sitting at 43 or 42.5, depending on where you're looking at it. Davis Mills and company, they keep fighting, right? We talked about the surprising win mm-hmm. over the Chargers in a game that the Chargers needed, right? It was like, all right, they want this one. They need, Well, they lost. Uh, and, well, that was to script. For Tennessee, no Derrick Henry. He's not going to be activated today. But Ryan Tannehill, even though he hasn't had to be a world beater downfield three of the last four games, under 200 passing yards, the run game has still been there with Dante Foreman, the former Texan. Yeah. Dante Foreman is playing, well, I'm going to say three 100-yard games of the last five. He's become what I think he has given the Titans an opportunity to have a more dangerous running game when Derrick Henry comes back into the playoffs because now they can – um, spell the guy, the big guy, Derrick Henry a little bit because they have a capable backup and form and they can just kind of bludgeon you with the running game between the tackles. This is one where I expect the Tennessee Titans to be focused. Uh, ten, you typically have a tendency to become a little complacent when you're playing a team that you know you should win. But because the number one seed could give them a huge advantage, I expect them to be locked in. Um, yeah, give me the Titans and the points. I think Davis Mills will continue to show the Texans enough to make them go elsewhere in the draft when it comes to quarterback uh, and help them kind of build out their roster. Makes you feel better also about the eventual trade of Deshaun Watson when when and if that can possibly ever happen. Right, Knowing that you at least have something to work with in the cupboard. David Culley, from all reports, might might stay on. I mean, there was when he was hired, it was the, all right, he'll be one year. But he and Lovey Smith, they've got guys still playing hard. So. Yeah, that's, that's part of the process is playing hard. they got veterans playing. Nick Azario has to make a decision on how they want, how he wants his team to ultimately look at the end of the day. All right, we um, had gotten to Jacksonville and talked about them before. The the reports that they may, may hire, uh, or they're at least going to interview Trader Bill. Bill O'Brien, how quickly would he trade Trevor Lawrence if he became the nah, he coach in Jackson? I don't think he has anything to do with that. I think when you look at this situation, um, Trent Baalke, uh, I think Bill O'Brien has said he wants nothing to do with it. And so if Trent Baalke is involved in the situation, like sometimes you want someone who's not going to threaten your position or your power on the team. We can say a lot of things about Bill O'Brien. He has been successful in the league. He did get that team to the playoffs multiple times. He did it with four different quarterbacks 
during his tenure. Um, it wasn't always great looking, but they did find a way to win. And so we'll, we'll see. Maybe that's appealing. Whoever gets this job, I don't think it can be a newbie. I think it has to be someone who has kind of held a head coaching job before. I think that's where you're looking at. I think that's, they're going to fish in the uh, retread pond as opposed to the newbie, the exciting pond. Curiosity, just getting along with Trent Balky is really the question in all, all of this process. But we'll delve into that more uh, after we get rid of, you know, the non-playoff teams next week. And we'll expand our show an extra two hours. So we'll have plenty of time to stretch that out. All right, Titans fighting for that number one overall seed. Expect a big effort later on today. We've got plenty of games still on the books uh, to get through, including the big Sunday night football grand finale to this regular season. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. And this is Fox Football Sunday. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. A very active week 18 morning. We've gotten into some of the big storylines. Plenty of games left to get through. And and most of the ones that have no implications other than the offseason. We'll give short shrift here uh, as the hour goes on. But, you know, Bucky, we got the note. We have to immediately go over to our guy, Isaac Lowenkron, because there's breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Multiple outlets report that the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Vic Fangio after three seasons. Back to you guys. 19 and 30 in his three years. Thanks, Ilo. At Isaac Lonecrow, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, Not a huge surprise. I think we actually alluded to it a little bit earlier, just wondering if the sword of Damocles would fall. Mm. And now, Mm. well, Mm -hmm. which of the offensive guys do they go get? That's the question. The younger, offensive, innovative Blah, blah, blah. Because you've already paid your wide receivers. Yeah. You got Javante Williams. I mean, it's obviously, look, it's going to be something around the offense guy. Like, who can you get um, to get this offense up and going? Uh, You can't get the offense up and going until you get a quarterback. Uh, Where are they going to go and get the quarterback and do some of that other stuff? It'd be interesting. But, yeah, I would think that it would be someone who probably comes from an offensive background. They try and figure out. A way to go. Normally, when you have coaches fired, uh, the team typically goes complete opposite 
in that direction. So you had an older defensive coach. That means a younger offensive guy is the next one in, in tow. And then we still have the question of ownership, leadership, everything else going on in Denver that's swirling in the background. You know, can John Elway go find another Peyton Manning veteran quarterback? That's what everybody keeps wanting to see. Uh, can lightning strike twice again? Uh, and if we had a video component to the show, which maybe we'll add some streaming next week, uh, you just shook your head, uh, which I, I just love because it said so much. Whether you say it best. When you say nothing at all. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon here. Fox Football Sunday. All right, next game. Let's go. Patriots and Dolphins. All right, for the New England Patriots, the opportunity there to win the AFC East with a win. Bills lost. They could be anywhere from two to seven. Actually, number one to number seven with the seeding. If anything, you know, chaos ensues here on a big Sunday. For the Dolphins, they had that great streak, and then they absolutely got just smacked upside the head uh, repeatedly by Tennessee a week ago. So, you know, we had gone through the schedule, right? Talking about it it was a great story, but the old who did you beat? Like, wins are wins in the National Football League. But then maybe it sets you up to an unrealistic expectation. And we saw that, you know, happen last week. We look at the Patriots, Mac Jones. You're looking for clean clean sheets is really what it comes down to. Play defense, the running game is really where the bread and butter of this squad is with the multi-pronged approach with Stevenson and Damian Harris at the head. And then you can mix in Brandon Bolden and whoever else you want. But if those two guys get going, it makes life a lot easier for Mac Jones. Yeah, it does make life a lot easier. He's still a guy who needs the um, protection of the running game. And they need to be able to run it and run it effectively. Takes pressure off him. He's able to throw play action passes and all of that stuff. Uh, so it works for them. Uh, this is one the Patriots have to, you know, Patriots typically at the end of the year, they typically go all out. Like we saw them years and years ago with, man, was it Wes Welker popped his, uh, his ACL I think that's right. yeah. last game of the year? They don't back off. They believe in momentum, they believe in continue to build good habits and so I expect them to play this one hard. Uh, I think the game is real big for uh, the Dolphins and Tua Tungvaluwa. Tua like, has heard the rumor mill swirling around. He didn't play well last week so the last thing he wants to do is uh, have another poor performance to kind of let those guys start chirping because we expect some movement at a quarterback in Miami anyway. I think Tua needs to put his best foot forward and have a great game. And it'd be tough, though, against the Patriots. Give me the Patriots in this one. Well, because we did see the other report, and it was expected. We talked about Deshaun Watson. Now the reporting, you know, uh, sources and all of that fun uh, that the Texans ex- expect to trade him before free agency. And then you and I looked at each other and just said, I would have played him. Forced the NFL's hand uh, with exemplists or whatever else. Yeah, I would have played him. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have backed off of it. I would have kept playing him. I would have made the league make a decision on what we're going to do with him. I wouldn't have given him a free pass to let him have ten million dollars without having to play or do anything. Didn't make sense. Didn't make sense to me. But one that'll circle through, and obviously we'll revisit uh, as we get into the silly season and we get into the coaching carousel and would be hires, etc. Next game. Chargers and Raiders. Go Chargers. There it is. Go. The Governator is on board. Big game in Nevada. This one, get in price, 300 bucks at a minimum. You want to go uh, see this one at Allegiant. People descending and, and the fervor there. We talked to Todd Furman on Friday night 
Jason and I did, Bucky, and he said it was mm-hmm. feeling like that run that the Golden Knights had yeah. when they were starting to roll. So, like, a lot of, you know, the the Raiders gear and Raider car flags showing up in mass here from Los Angeles. Chargers a three-point favorite on the road. Uh, my guy Joe Gaziano is out of that defensive rotation. Look, I got to get my obligatory Northwestern run in wherever I can. And fortunately, with the Chargers, there's a lot of those guys. Rashawn Slater, Justin Jackson giving them big reps mm-hmm. at the running back position, etc. Uh, for the Raiders, the big question is how much and if you're going to get some Darren Waller back at practice finally. And we've seen the Raiders, that they were on the mat. They got back up at the eight count. They got cleared to continue, and they've been throwing haymakers with the defense coming up big the last couple of weeks. How do you see this one? Look, the Chargers, to me, are the better team. They're clearly superior. They just need to play the right way. I think this could be very similar to the way we saw the Dolphins fall and have a thud at the end of the year. That said, the Chargers have been vulnerable and susceptible to the running game. Can the Raiders get the running game going? Because if they get the running game going, it allows them to control the tempo of the game. It protects their defense. It keeps Justin Herbert on the sideline. This is a battle of wheels. But I've said this, and I've said this all week. This is the biggest game of Derek Carr's career. Derek Carr has a few different things on the line. One, his legacy and reputation as maybe being a fringe elite quarterback. That's on the line. Two, he has only one more year remaining of his deal. And so he goes into the offseason probably seeking a renegotiation. You cannot be a $40 million quarterback if you don't have anything notable on the resume. He doesn't have anything Gotta notable on his resume. Got to get that signature win, right? So he has two winning seasons, one playoff berth. He didn't play, off in, the, he didn't play in the playoff appearance that the Raiders had on his watch. If Derek Carr wants to get paid, he has to get into the postseason. Looking at a new coach most likely coming in. And Potentially, but and idea, like one, one thing, if they win and get into the postseason, it becomes harder for the Raiders to move off Rich Passaccia. Sure. He's done a really good job. Well, he in kept tough. it together, right? A lot of things swirling. A lot of things swirling. He kept it together. So now if Derek Carr wants the continuity, the big contract and all that, the way that you do that, you win games. They don't win. I think everyone moves on. Everybody. I Who think. changes their franchise narrative here, Bucky? That is the, that is the ultimate on a Sunday night football I'm extravaganza. You, this, look, if this was wrestling, this is a loser-leave-town match. Loser-leave-town. Derek Carr, get the stepping. So he has well, to win no this movement one. in the quarterback position, right? Because we talked about it. Russell yeah. Wilson, they're not trading him. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, as much as everybody wants to say he's going to leave, if, if he, he's either a Green Bay Packer or he's walking the earth. Because yeah. they're not trading him. No. And if he's smart, he looks at the division and says, who's catching me? That's, That's a whole other thing. That's it. And th- those are your two guys. Everything else is fluid after that. So Derek Carr actually becomes pretty desirable on the yeah. open market uh, for someone else to decide that he's their guy. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers to win the game. And the whole time I'm going to grit my teeth because it is going to be a, an excruciating three and a half hours. Oh, man, it's beautiful. It's great. Such great must theater, TV, though, right? Must-see TV. So great. So you got seven hours of, well, a couple of great games, uh, potentially, and then, uh, you know, some that you just – well, you love you celebrate all 272. Yes, but if you had to rank them, we're going to have a lot in the 260 to 270 range yes, playing e- today. Yes, yeah, an easier Sunday. You just kind of relax, get your thing going, all of that stuff, and then you just wait. You wait for the Sunday night game. I tell you what, that waiting all day for Sunday night never seemed so no. appropriate. All right, plenty of games still to go here uh, as we get ready for Week 18 uh, in earnest. But first, it's Ilo. Oh. 
with the latest around the National Football League. Indeed, Mike and Bucky, busy Sunday morning already. It's official now the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Vic Fangio after three seasons, a 19-30 and 30 record, including 7-10. and 10. This season, Broncos president Joe Ellis saying in a statement that general manager George Payton will have full authority to hire the Broncos' next head coach, adding this is his decision and his program. The attorney for Antonio Brown posted a Twitter thread this morning accusing the Buccaneers of pulling scheduling shenanigans that caused Brown to miss an official doctor's appointment, allowing the Buccaneers to formally claim that they released Brown for refusing to show up to said doctor's appointment. The Twitter thread was deleted, however, moments after it was posted. Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer reports that Baker Mayfield is still set to be the Browns' number one quarterback in the 2022 season, but there are no current plans to talk about a contract extension. The Browns announcing that running back Dearness Johnson has cleared COVID protocols and he is available for today's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Ian Rappaport reporting the Seattle Seahawks have no plans to trade quarterback Russell Wilson following the season. Rappaport also reporting Pittsburgh Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert is expected to step down following the 2022 NFL Draft. Adam Schefter reports that Rams running back Cam Akers expected to make his season debut today against the San Francisco 49ers. Mike and Bucky. Appreciate you, Ilo. At Isaac Lowenkron, where you find him. We talked about Raiders and Chargers. You'll have Ilo as part of the local uh, coverage here in Los Angeles. So check him out at Isaac Lowenkron. All appropriate links and information and your calls to weigh in on that game as the day progresses get ice up son it's gonna be a long night for you ilo all right so back into the games mike harman bucky brooks with you here fox sports radio fox football sunday this one's gonna get 30 seconds bears and vikings there you go vikings uh four point favorites this got up to five and a half uh, at its swell uh, i'll take the bears with the points and andy dalton uh against kirk cousins and company in again uh I guess the only question is, can Matt Nagy save his job? Seems like a lot of people like him. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I don't think I don't think he saves his job. I think this is a done deal. Uh, give me the Bears to play hard and to win this one. Uh, I think this is a situation where both coaches will probably be gone at season's end. Um, I'll trust the Bears players because they've been playing hard for Nagy. You may not have. like it, but they're playing hard for him. And, and, Mike, <laughs> and Mike Zimmer, I don't think they have the same. Nicely done, Chris. You are my hero. You you are the hero of the day for that one. Next. Steelers and Ravens. Steelers uh, getting three and a half. Tyler Huntley under center. Uh, 41 is your total. Baltimore losers of five straight games. Again, no Lamar Jackson for this one, uh, as well as Anthony Everett in the secondary. Uh Jason Odefa Owe is out uh, Mm. as well uh, with a foot injury. Steelers, this one doesn't require a a lot of analysis. We talked about Colbert leaving, Ben Roethlisberger not being able to push the ball downfield, but he does have Deontay Johnson back. And even though they mathematically have just a sliver's chance, I'll take the Steelers to win the game. Oof. Uh, Man, this is tough. Let's go Ravens. Ravens is Tyler Huntley. What do you think of Tyler Huntley? Nice, nice player. I think what the Ravens have done, I think they've done a really good job of kind of maybe finding something. I said this, and I had a lot of people come at me. I said that they should run their program like a college program where every year – 
two or so years, you have a quarterback, a dual threat quarterback, because there are plenty of those guys to find. Sure. And you just go all in on this run-heavy option attack with quarterback, and quarterbacks are a little more disposable than normal. What so Tyler the, Hundley so has done, question, right? Tyler Hundley has made people maybe raise their eyebrows a little bit at the Lamar Jackson thing because Lamar Jackson should have signed a contract extension before the season. Whatever the dollar amount was, yes. Yes, because it would have been right at what Josh Allen got. He decided not to, so now you let us talking heads be like, you know, look at the offense without Tyler Huntley. doesn't look a whole lot different than Lamar Jackson. Get some more continuity because they've now – included more weapons in the receiving mm-hmm. game, right? Bateman coming along, and yes. like he hasn't been able to stay healthy. That's yeah. a big deal. The fact that Mark Andrews just set a franchise record for receiving yards is problematic to me. Yeah. Right? Not that you have a long history as the Baltimore Ravens, but the fact that your tight end is now the leader. Hey, the, the, and he's been great. He's been fantastic. That, I mean, but that's what they've always... They, and look, Marquise Brown it's a black is, hole. It's a black again. hole for wide receivers in Baltimore for whatever reason. They just haven't been able to run do it. the ball. Well, it's yeah, like Chicago where receivers go to die, right? Yeah, same thing. But yeah, tight end position, obviously huge. The running game, you'll get those guys back that missed the season due to injury. I don't know. I, I'm with you. Like, I like watching Lamar Jackson. I think he's a hell of a player. Yes. But the difference between he and Tyler Huntley. It just hasn't been the same. Lamar Jackson has not been the same player this year. Like, yeah, yeah. some of the passing stuff has gone up, but it's, it hasn't been as dynamic in terms of being able to do it. So, yeah, it's been an issue. All right, let's get through one more game. Let's go. Saints at Falcons. Saints still playing for their playoff lives. The Taysom Hill world still rolling uh, as we look at it, Bucky. Uh, the Falcons, I don't know that anybody would have expected the record to be what it is. Mm-hmm. But they, they actually performed better. They've performed better, right? yeah, they a, they performed better than expected. No Calvin Ridley. Kyle Pitts needs 59 yards to pass Ditka's record for tight end uh, in, in, in a season. It's kind of a big deal. It um, is a big deal. Uh, so now we, we look at you know Cordero Patterson in the year that he's had. Can, Fantastic can year. Atlanta play sport? I know there? that makes you mad because you had him in Chicago. Well, but nobody knew what to do with him. Yeah, I mean, he's a returner. He's a receiver. Same thing. Hey, who the hell knew? Hey, hey put hey, him in the backfield. Welcome to Minnesota, New England, Chicago before Atlanta. But, it, but it's always the question, right? You got a guy that's that explosive. Just keep tinkering. I yeah. think just get the ball in his hands, especially in this day and age where you got somebody at the bubble screens, the end arounds, all this other stuff. Like how he didn't have more touches to where this was uncovered in the first what is it seven eight years of his career? Yeah. I don't know, but Atlanta found something because Mike Davis sure as hell wasn't the guy. No, he wasn't. Cordero Patterson has done a really good job. Dynamic player. It's amazing, amazing to see what he's been able to do. It's really uh, keep something believing. special. All right, for the Saints. Uh, they can clinch with a win and 49ers loss and still find their way into playoffs. Again, another great job by Sean Payton, given all the givens of that, right? Four mm-hmm. quarterbacks, no Michael Thomas, who's sitting on his couch this whole time. Number yeah. of injuries, they navigated COVID, including all the coaching staff. Uh, Alvin Kamara missed a, ch- a ton of time, and yet here we are. Does Atlanta play spoiler, or does uh, New Orleans rally one more time here? I think New Orleans rallies one more time. Their defense is really good. Defense is playing lights out. They get a chance to get in the playoffs. Like, look, it looked ugly on offense, but Sean Payton deserves a lot of credit for keeping this thing together. Uh, Give me the Saints. All right, let's get one more in. Bengals and Browns. Now we're talking nobody's playing. Uh, (laughs) Mixon's in COVID. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it's the Case Keenum show against Brandon Allen. Right? Because you got Joe Burrow's going to go rest his knee up. Big win against the Chiefs. That's a nice walk-off. <laughs> and just say, all right, uh, I'm done. I'll see you in the playoffs. Uh, and then for the Browns, so much. We talked about Baker Mayfield back at the stop, top of the show. So if you missed it, the podcast will be up in just a little bit. This is a game you can get in, Bucky, if you just want to go see NFL action. And I implore you. You always say it's too expensive to go to a game. Check if you're in one of these cities. You might be able to find a good price. Six bucks to see this game to get in. Mm. Bucky, six dollars. Mm. Less than a cost of a really bad domestic beer. I'm telling you right now what I would do with those six dollars. I would still stay at the house. I would still stay at the house. I'm not watching. <laughs> That's a I'm six pack of game. domestic beers. I'm not watching this game. I hate to say it like... <laughs> It's almost like watching high school ball and they play the JV game before the varsity. <laughs> but this is but this is the JV game. Yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it. It's like 3 o'clock. It's sunny on a Friday. That's what this is. Brown's giving five and a half. Yeah. You don't care. Uh, you know what? I'll go with the Browns to win this one. Case Keenum will probably play pretty well. I'll take That's Case Keenum. I'll take Case Keenum because he's going to want to show out. Yeah. Look at me because there's so many teams looking for quarterbacks, right? We talk about the draft. Oh, there may not be those guys. Means Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Good number there. He has value. Case Especially Keenum. if the uh, Browns are going to roll with Baker and then try to find the heir apparent. All right. A couple more games to go on the slate as we continue. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Bucky Brooks uh, giving you the wisdom and the one-liners today. I'm Mike Harmon. We're celebrating week 18. We're almost there, people. Playoffs on the horizon. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Week 18, folks, you made it. Thank you for listening and being part of the team wherever you are, part of the extended family here at Fox Sports Radio as we launch headfirst into a new year. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having fun with you. A couple games left on the slate to discuss, so without further ado. 
Washington at Giants. Another one where we just kind of go, all right, I'll give it its minute or two uh, as we flow through. Washington, uh, a seven-point favorite on this one. Uh, Over-under is 38. 38. 38. How pathetic is that? Giants, losers of five straight. Get this. They've scored 10 or fewer points in four of those games. For Washington, losers of four straight. 20 points or fewer in nine of their last 11. Who kicks a field goal to win, Bucky? I'm going to go to Washington football team because Joe Judge disrespected them, talked about his program while alluding to some situations that may have happened on the bench with the Washington football team. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I think the Washington football team is fired up. Ron Rivera gets the squad ready to go. Look, I think they put... They put their hands on the Giants. I think they knocked the Giants around. They may beat them bad enough that they fire Joe Judge. I was just going to ask that question because I think it's presumed, as you and I have talked in in the Mm -hmm. football world, that Gettleman doesn't stay. Yeah, Gettleman is gone. Joe Judge has to be fired, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been an absolute – like, we talk about the clown show in Jacksonville. Such a clown show. And what they're putting on there, and I can't wait to see the fans. And if you if you go to that game and you want to send me some photos of, of the best clown interpretations and whatever they do to integrate the Jaguars logos and uh, colors, I'd love to see that. But really, for the Giants, they can't keep him on after this past week. No. No. Not again. Like we talk about losing a locker room, right? Going back to Jacksonville and and what's going on with Urban Meyer. You just lost the respect because he can't come up there and and have these big, long soliloquies where he's just having these things and he's talking. Yeah, it's it's a done deal. Final, I'm with you. Just give the ball to Gibson. He's still playing with one leg. He's got that shin injury that was supposed to sideline him eight weeks ago. Just keeps on going. All right, next. Packers and Lions. Now we get to it. The number one overall seed, the Green Bay Packers. And yes, Aaron Rodgers will start. I would expect that he gives you nothing more than a Queens wave uh, after a series or two and sits down on the road at Detroit. Detroit only getting three points in this one to tell you uh, exactly what folks are anticipating. The line 44 and a half as we do each and every week. Pride of Detroit, our guy here at Chris Perfett on Twitter. The report, Anthony Lynn, going to be out as the OC. How does that news strike you as they look towards the future? Kind of expected. They had Mm -hmm. already been kind of moving away from Anthony Lynn. Dan Campbell took over play-calling duties a while, uh, about a month or two ago. and Didn't want to run on first down and second no, down no, and, and third down. It, it, it seems like it was kind of mutually beneficial for both sides. Anthony Lynn at least helped set up some run game material, but he, he took a year off from what would have been probably a year or two vacation from the game uh, to come back and set this up for the Lions, and it just didn't work out. So I think they'll either look towards a internal uh, promotion, Ben Johnson, their tight ends coach, has been helping to draw plays. They might try to go, you know, he's got the Saints, Dan Campbell's got Saints connections that go after a Joe Brady, but that seems to be the big story out is that Anthony Lynn is going out. Uh, as for the Lions, I don't know. They'll play for pride here. Not not too much. I'm keeping more of an eye on that Colts-Jaguars game to see if the Lions can retake first place in the uh, NFL draft right now, but pigs that will fly too. would be interesting to see if they uh, decide to Shuffle it up from there, but the fight in Campbell's one more time for the road. Let's let's go, let's go, 
Let's go Lions. <laughs> Let's go, man. I, I feel like I've been bullish on the Lions the entire year. I'm, you have. I'm going to continue to. You kept picking them I'm week continue, after week I'm after continue. week. They play hard. Last 10, they're 7-3 and three against the spread here, Bucky. I like and the they effort, will get man. Jordan Love in the second half. Dean, they're right there. Quarter. That's convincing enough right there. I think most Lions go. fans should yeah. be hopeful for like what Dan Campbell's done because, as you say, that's a lot of – he's never really lost that locker room. He commands a lot of the respect around there. And, you know, aside from what's happened with Anthony Lynn, it's been a pretty successful staff. I know Aaron Glenn is getting a lot of looks as far as, you know, I don't think he's ready for head coach yet, but he's going to be a head coach one day. No, look, I think they've done a really good job of getting him to play hard. I think Dan Campbell has certainly changed the culture in terms of, like, that part of it. I feel like it's a more optimistic view on the Lions after the Patricia era. Yeah, let's go with the Lions. Lions win it. It's the Packers. I'm looking forward to year two of that squad. Again, it's kind of like the Flores situation in Miami. It took some time to gel, give him time to build a program. All the, you know, bluster or whatever. Same thing, right? He, Joe Judge, whatever, and look who got results, and at least the team's still fighting, and then the Giants are, well, what they are. Uh, National title game tomorrow night. How how are we feeling? Georgia, Alabama once again. A lot of the country will tune out because they don't really care to see it again, but it is for a title. And Nick Saban in the uh, rare underdog mode. I normally would say all things Alabama, but because Alabama has beaten Georgia three straight, I think this is the time that Georgia gets it done. Even with the walk-on quarterback since Bennett. Give me the dogs. The dogs. The dogs. You just wanted to say dogs a couple of times. I can't wait. I'll be on air with Jason Smith, 7 to 11 tomorrow night. Bucky will have you at Bucky Brooks with all of the recaps of a big week 18. Good luck with your playoff hopes. We'll see you on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a&e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.